Beep, beep. Get ready. You're about to relive the memories. The Kitchen. Joining me on the phone, bassist for Boy and Bear, Dave Sims. How you doing, Dave? Good, thanks, buddy. How are you going? Yeah, doing really good. Got you on the phone, obviously. You've just released your uh, latest album, Harlequin Dreams. You're coming to Perth soon. How's the band feeling? Yeah, look, it's been a, uh, been a really big period since we released the record. We've been doing all sorts of touring uh, in Australia and, and in the US, Canada and UK and Europe. So we're, um, we're in full swing, really playing lots and lots of shows and the album has been released in all those territories. It's generally a really exciting time for us, actually. Yeah, awesome. Now, you, uh, I believe, weren't actually part of the original formation of the group. Uh, So generally, we normally ask a band how they get together, how they find each other. But (laughs) I guess for you, it's going to be an even more different story because you've come into a band that's already established and already has some sort of cred. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I came on board for for the Harlequin Dream album. So um, I came on and did a a bunch of festivals. I think I did the Fall Festival and a handful of other shows before we went into the studio the following January and made and started, you know, recording the record. So yeah, it is a new thing for me, but the other boys have been doing it, obviously they, they had a previous record of an EP. They've been together about four and a half, five years, and they did meet at university, actually. Okay. And, um, but yeah, I was really fortunate to come on board. Um, Their former bass player, they sort of come to an arrangement where they where it wasn't quite working anymore, and he decided to do something different, and I guess it was really good timing for me, too. I was available to sort of uh, take on a different project, and and we all gelled really well, and, and I think the, the songwriting kind of made sense between us. And then here we are. So, yeah, yeah it's really exciting for me, too, to have a new, new sort of uh, project, I guess, a new, a new, a new band. <laughs> of course. Now, you obviously, in that case, knew the guys before coming into the band, like uni beforehand? Well, or? no, I didn't know them from back when they got together. Um, so I guess I'd been sort of... We, we just met through the music industry, you know. I, I was, I'd been fortunate enough to be playing um, and collaborating with some other great Australian artists. Um, and, and, and so I'd been on some you know, similar festivals and things like that. So we became acquainted, which is how, how our relationship formed. Of course, yeah. And obviously coming into a band that's been peaking, you know, the album that uh, was released before you jumped in peaked at number two. They had uh, singles that had peaked in the top 50. Did you feel any immense amount of pressure beforehand, or did you sort of think, "No, this is cool. I can deal with this"? <laughs> you, you mean for me personally, or do you think, or, or, or do you mean the whole band? No, 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 for you personally, because obviously they're throwing you in the deep end. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. it's, it's Not well, often you get to do that. There is a bit of pressure, I guess, isn't there? There, there is. I mean, I think it's that um, for me being fresh, and I guess it being a new thing. Maybe that was probably uh, just like a generally sort of exciting sort of thing for, for me, and hopefully for the boys. And I hadn't sort of gone through that that our little trip and journey with them. So I guess the pressure of obviously trying to make it, you know, still at the same standard and, and still be able to sort of be on par with that, I guess, was there. But um, but more than anything, I think it was just an exciting thing, really, rather, rather than pressure. Yeah, of course. And um, with that note, did you bring your own style to the band? Because there, there is this little subtle change between the first album and the second album, obviously, Moonfire and Harlequin Dream. Um, would yeah, that be blameable on yourself, there. or...? Well, I, well I, I like to think that I've sort of definitely got my own personality into the music, and I think more and more now as well, since I've been touring for you know, over a year and we've played a lot of shows, um, I think that, I think that yeah, there is stuff that I, like other influences that I've brought along. Um, I, I, did, I did a bunch of the arranging on the, on the record, like the strings and the brass arranging, so I've sort of got a background in, that, in those sort of areas as well, so I was able to bring some of those skills along. And I think the general shift to me, to my musical ear, I think, and I think it's still shifting now live, is that there's a sense of, um, there's sort of a sense of groove in the rhythm section. 
production and a few more sort of counter melodies going on, which is maybe a little different from the first record. I think that was a conscious effort from the whole band, really, was to sort of really sort of make a shift in those areas, you know? Yeah, sort of change it around a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And just, I think, you know, due to other influences of other music that we were all listening to, we were all sort of put together some playlists and compilations of Mm-hmm. bunch of music that, that we we're all enjoying and um, and the things we drew from that became a um, sort of common denominator, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. So in that case there, there obviously is a couple of bands at least that inspire your music and sort of direct you in a in a way that you want to become as a style or? Well, I think that um, when when you listen to a bunch of stuff that you, that sort of, you know, that, that, that you're really enjoying and you're, and you're trying to work out what is it I really love about this, a lot of it comes down to probably studio sounds, like, you know, this, you know, all the like, Obviously, parents do have a big attribution as to what type of music you grew up with and realistically what you end up liking in the most, yeah, well, in the most case. that's right. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, I think you're still, <laughs> still part of who you are. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, my parents and uh, grandparents fortunately brought me up with Pavarotti, Elvis, Roy Orbison and Johnny Cash. So, I mean, what <laughs> does that say? Good. <laughs> um, good little collection. It is. It's, a, it's an interesting uh, collection of music. It's so much different style. And on the other side of it, then there was the Metallica and ACDC. So it just really, I was a weird child, I guess. Hey. <laughs> on the note of obviously really, really good albums and getting into charts and stuff, both Moonfire and Harlequin Dream have been really, really well received by the general public and obviously the people in the uh, music industry as a whole. Specifically, Moonfire uh, receiving many, many awards for you know, basically just best album, best song. And then on yeah. top of that, also uh, Harlequin Dream getting nominated for best group and best rock album how does that feel yeah, for you right. as a musician to be able yep. to jump into something you know as a band that's already been rewarded so much but then also continue getting awards and nominations for things yeah i guess it's like uh, i feel i feel quite fortunate in a way to be i guess accepted into something that's already sort of going well and and maybe to be accepted by people that are already loving that band and loving what they do and to be a part of that so it feels it feels like a special thing actually it feels like quite a privilege yeah, and hopefully you know together we can continue to sort of get some of those accolades. I mean, I don't know that we sort of strive. You know, I, I don't think that's why we do it. I think that it's just always a bonus and it's a real honour when you get those sort of rewards for what you do. At the end of the day, I think we're a bunch of bunch of artists who are trying to make the best music we can and, and put it out there for people to enjoy. And like this, real it's a real bonus when when you get some accolades and awards. Yeah, of course. It just sort of gives you a little bit of bit of confidence i guess doesn't it? the other thing as well on top of it is that you're not only you know doing music and making music and being an artist as a whole but you're doing something you love for your job and that's really how much more happier can you get yeah that's true yeah it's pretty amazing to be able to do that um i think i think even knowing what you want to do in life is, is hard enough sometimes <laughs> let alone being able to choose something that you end up enjoying doing and and you're able to actually make a career out of it yeah and, definitely and i guess make it your life's passion well, that's it. Now, on the note of, obviously, um, your tour that you mentioned earlier, where yeah. have you been that's your favourite place to gig, based on either the audience response or just you felt good on the night? or Yeah, well, uh, we've sort of been all over just, just in the last two and a half months because we were in the Northern Hemisphere and then we've been doing all these great little towns um, in Australia. I mean, not, not all of them little, but a lot of small ones. We got to play for the very first time in Broome recently, which was okay. pretty exciting. Yeah. And um, none of us had been to Broome 
before. So that was that was really amazing. That, that was just like a few weeks back, mm-hmm. and it's a very beautiful place. It's a very a very Australian kind of town, I guess. That was a pretty exciting show. It's always nice to play somewhere you've never played before, you know, for the first time. And the other thing, obviously, with your tour coming up, I mean, you've got a, a fair few places you're going to that just off the top of them, you know, Sydney Opera House is a, a pretty big venue to hit up. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be amazing. We're doing, um, you know, get, we, we, yeah, we get to do the Opera House in Sydney, which I guess is such an iconic Australian music, you know, a venue. Um, so it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice thing to sort of think that we can uh, get the chance to put a show on there. Uh, on that same tour, yeah, we, we play in another great room in uh, Melbourne called the Palais Theatre, which is mm-hmm. a beautiful old theatre down in Kilda near the Luna Park there. And then we get to do the Fremantle Arts Centre, which is which is something that the band has done before and absolutely love it. It's a beautiful spot there. It it's is. One of the, it definitely I, is. I, th- I think WA in Perth, in the Perth area, has some of the most beautiful outdoor gigs in the country. Um, I guess that's because, you know, you've got the beautiful weather a lot of the time, but... Uh, not I right now. It's, Bell... it's actually not raining. right now. <laughs> oh, <okay. It's> horrible. <laughs> so I guess you got Belvoir Amphitheater, and you've got. Um, I mean, there's there's a, there's a handful in there, but uh, the Fremantle Arts Centre is just it's divine, really. Yeah, it is. Um, now, I just wanted to touch on a couple of other things as well. Obviously, um, we, with venues and stuff, the Sydney Opera House is a pretty big venue as to what you want to achieve as a band or as a musician as to play at. Is there anywhere? anywhere in the world that you would love to play in for your, one of your own gigs? I'd love to play something like Radio City Music Hall in New York. Mm-hmm. I reckon that'd be pretty pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, and I have I was fortunate enough to see Tom Waits there years ago, maybe maybe five years ago or something, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, I think I think a venue like that, which is such a, I guess, a worldwide kind of iconic room, but it's also just really great for, for uh, like a, a, a great place for the audience to enjoy music as well, you yeah. know? Yep. And, um, yeah, so yeah, I think for me, I'd love to play there. A couple of things that we do on the show as well. We are always, whenever we get an interview with someone, especially larger artists, we always give our listeners a chance to actually be part of the interview as well. Now, we oh, had cool. a couple of questions submitted from our Facebook page. Uh, first yeah, one from great. Poppy. Uh, she wants to know if there's any songs that have any sentimental value behind them, uh, be it due to production or the meaning or message behind the song itself. Um, well, just off the top, you know, just to answer quickly. On this, on the latest record, I think that um, Southern Sun, actually, which was our first single, mm-hmm. um, has a bit of sentimental value because it was kind of all came together on my on my first gig with the band, and we were actually backstage at at the Falls Festival. I can't remember if it was the one in Tasmania. It was. It was the one in Tasmania. So that's in Marion Bay, and okay. um, we were all backstage, and there was this, this little idea that was that just sort of everyone was sort of. Well, 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 Dave Hosking was, was was playing on the guitar and singing some little melodies, and we all just ended up getting involved, and and that was like my first gig with the band. So we were backstage and we were all coming up with parts, and singing along, and and I guess it turned into the the main song off the record in terms of um, being like a you know, first single release and having radio play. So that has a bit of sentimental. That is uh, pretty uh, special thing as well, for, me, for sure. Yeah, and uh, the other question we've got as well for you today is from Rhiannon. Uh, she's got a bit of a comical one. Who's the boy and who's the bear? <laughs> it's a question that happens quite uh, <laughs> that does come on quite a bit. Um, <laughs> well, there's a bit of boy and there's a bit of bear in all of us. How about that? All right, be, be nice and fair to everyone. <laughs> 
Now, of course, you are coming across the WA relatively soon as well. Uh, last time you were here was, in fact, a sellout. Are you guys hoping for the same sort of thing, obviously, here? Uh, well, that'd be amazing, yeah. Um, we got to play at the, I think, up in Perth. We played the Astor together last year in um, back in October. That, that, that was an amazing room. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we look, it would be great. You know, if, if, we, get, if we can get a sellout down the Fremantle Arts Centre, that'd make us very happy. Yeah, it is a um, big venue to fill as well, so it's obviously going to be a pretty good achievement for yourselves. Yeah, yeah well, it'll be an amazing achievement, but... Um, we are really looking forward to that show because we, we, we do get to sort of go on down south of WA there a little bit afterwards for a few shows as well. Which is going to be yeah, nice. of course. Now, you start your tour, or you continue your tour, I should say, because you've been touring heaps over um, over east and uh, up north as well. Uh, but you're yeah. coming across from Melbourne, Adelaide, Gold Coast, Brisbane, Sydney, yep. Albany, and then Bunbury, and then Fremantle. So we get three That's over it. here in WA, which is pretty special. It is September right. the 28th down at the Fremantle Arts Centre. And, uh, yeah, get on down. It's going to be an awesome set if it's anything like it was last time. <laughs> no, it's going to be really fun. It's, really, it's going to be kind of nice to um, sort of finish off the year back, you know, back, back doing these really nice venues in Australia. And I think we'll all be really looking forward to it very much. So, yeah, hope to see some of you down there. Yeah, we'll definitely see you there. Uh, all the details Thanks. of the gig will be on the website, kitchenradio.com.au. Just click on gigs and they're all there. Dave, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you very much. It's been nice chatting with you and I look forward to seeing you when we come over your neck of the woods. The Kitchen. 4 to 5 p.m. on Fridays. Kitchenradio.com.au.